It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for checking us out tonight. Hello, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. <laughs> Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Good evening, Angie. Hello, good evening, and good evening to you. We are romance, dating, love, realness, all wrapped up in one. Lots of holiday stuff, too. Speaking of holidays, we have a gift for you. I want the listeners to Simon go to simonandangie.com. Oh yes. Because Simon and I have a holiday gift for you. We want to give you a trip to see Celine Dion in Vegas. Vegas baby. That's right. The trip is for you and a friend or you and a boo. Or you and your whatever, uh, mom. A round trip airfare for two, two nights at the Palace Tower at Caesar's Palace, a holiday gift bag, tickets to see Celine Dion yes. from Quebec live in 2018 in Vegas. And you could register, like I said, simonandangie.com, entry and rules, all that good stuff is there. So do that. Yes, please. That's, for yourself. And, that and is first. Your loved one. Yourself and your loved one. And then, hey, and then if you win, you already knock out a present for somebody else. You don't have to get them another present. If you say, hey, I'm taking you to Vegas on the rendezvous. Two nights and all. Thank you. All right. So that's the first thing. The second thing, Simon, that I want to get to like when we come back, our associate producer, Trisha, who I love and adore, Mm -hmm. Malibu Barbie, a.k.a. Malibu Barbie, has something she would like to discuss. Really? Yes. That's going on in her life. Talk to Trisha. Trisha has an issue. I call them Trishues. Hashtag it, put it on a t-shirt, put it on a bumper sticker, get me a mug that says Trishues because I love her Trishues and I got them too. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. For entry and phone rules, visit simonandangie.com. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Oh, bonjour. Bonjour. Love dating romance relationships here on this show all the time. And also, I love, I love, love, love more than anything on our show. When somebody on this show comes in and says, oh my God, I have something I want to talk about Mm -hmm. today. I'm like, yes, honey, let's spill the tea. (laughs) One of my favorite bone collectors, our associate producer, Trisha. Hi, Trisha. Hello. Trisha has an issue. (laughs) Hashtag Trishus. It's my new favorite thing. Oh Trisha, my gosh. No comments. Spill the tea, honey. Okay. My Trishu is uh-huh. I recently have been starting to talk to this guy that I really like. And I'm am moving to Chicago in a month. Hey! And it's like an it's an issue because I really, really like him and uh-huh. I think he thinks the same thing about me. And now it's just an issue because I'm And leaving. he knows you're moving? He yes. knows you're moving? Okay. He knows that I'm moving. But I was like, where were you? A year ago, or where were you? Like, why now? Like, why are you doing this to me now? See, this is there, there's a danger in this as well because now you know how I say Simon all the time that when you break up with someone, yeah. and you start to romanticize it. Like, oh my god, we, you know, like I'm afraid that you're gonna put too much gravity in the fact that you're leaving, and oh my gosh, you can't be together, and this is like some sort of Shakespearean, you know, romance. Oh, we can't, like Romeo and Juliet, and we have to be apart. Like, I don't want you to to be romanticizing the fact that, oh, where were you all my life? Now yeah. I must go. Oh, what shall we do? Like, Simon, what do you think uh, Trisha should do here? I think, Trisha, you should enjoy 
And if it's meant to be, you can always leave Chicago and go back to LA. <laughs> no, but I, because, no, because wrong love, advice. love is more important than anything else. Let's say it's the one. Then he should leave for her. Well, whoever Why comes, does she have to go? Well, she she's coming said, here for to change her life, but, to, to work in the so, studio here with us. Like I have like this new. She's never lived away. This is a growing experience. Here's my point: that. If it's the one, you don't have to worry. It will work out. Mm-hmm. If it's not, it's not. That but I agree I with. would not withhold any feelings right now, worry about the future, because... Carry on love, as if you were going to be together in the yeah, same absolutely. city forever. Absolutely. So enjoy, and you can you can back and forth, you can back and forth. If it's meant to be, it's going to happen well. And I agree with Simon on that. Like, carry on as if you, nothing's going to change. It's going to change. And you'll have to see how you function as a couple if you Both decide you. to be okay. after the fact. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, say la vie, new city, new pool, yes. new fish, new sea, baby. But it's hard to find a good man. And so I'm happy for you, Trisha. I'm happy for right. you and him if you said you like him. I, right? He, okay, this is funny. I like have not felt like this in a very long time. Wow. Yeah. Trisha caught feelings. I like that. Oh, man. Wait, is he mobile as far as like his career or anything? No, it's, he, it's mainly in. What? He has like a steady job in San Diego. He can find a way to do what he does here if it gets to that point. But I agree with Simon. Just carry on. Leave the love. Okay. And, and we're happy for you, by the way. Yes. This is good news. That you feel news. something. This is great news. I couldn't be happier for you guys. Aww. So Really? Really? Yeah. It's wonderful to feel something. And it's I, so rare. I'm going to need a picture. <laughs> we going to okay. need a picture. We can't wait to meet him when you get here we're after the We're going to grill him. Yes. On air. Oh, my God. <sighs> So excited. Well, that was a good Trishio. Okay, cool. So, hey, let's go off of uh, Trisha's Trishio and talk about how to sustain when you're far away. What is the breaking point? We kind of talked about this yesterday, Simon, with your uh, friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have our associate producer, Trisha, in the hot seat right now. She's got a Trishio. Her Trishio is (laughs) um, just found out that she was going to be transferring to Chicago, where the rendezvous is based out of. She's right now in California. However, lo and behold, as it always does, she found a great guy who she has real feelings for right before she got to go. Right before she's going to come to Chicago. Right. So, Simon, you and I advised her. We feel the same. Hey, listen, just go on as long as you can. Figure it out. Give it all you got. If it breaks, it breaks, but at least try. Mm-hmm. I want to know from you, Trisha. I know you're still here. Yes. Um, what is your breaking point here? Or like, how? what do you need once you come to Chicago, do you think, in order to make a relationship sustain? Because everybody has their their limits. Yeah. And I want to know like what you would want. See, it's hard for me because I've never been in a long-distance relationship, so I've never really had to think about it. Okay, um, so do you think you would Skype? Every day, talk every day. Well, even for me when I'm like dating, and it's funny because I remember you guys gave me the advice where I'm always like, oh, like I'm too busy, I'm too busy. And you guys always told me you got to, you will make time for the person that you want to make time for. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm finding that I'm making more time for him. That's awesome. But Mm -hmm. now it's just like I'm thinking FaceTime. Um, Yeah. I, how often would you want to see because, I feel like men are more physical than women, right? Like, I love being able to see my husband's eyeballs every day and tell him about what I'm going through in life and, and have that emotional connection. And, hey, babe, you're going to be okay, this, that, give me a hug. My husband, 
I felt like needed some more ooh la la while we were long distance. So when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. We still have our associate producer, Trisha, with her. Mm-hmm. Trish, you. Yes. You got an issue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Trisha's moving to Chicago from California after the new year. To be with us. And of course, here comes Prince Charming, like the greatest guy, like right before she leaves. Now you're catching feelings. And it's like, man. Of course. So we were talking about like what it's going to take for you to be able to be in this relationship. I mentioned the fact that men are physical women are more emotional simon what do you think is good or bad about this what's good is there is a spark of love and that is always wonderful and she feels good about it and and with the distance which is difficult is the the emotional for for trisha to be able to uh connect with him connect how since she can't connect physically she's yes. gonna have to connect emotionally yes. but also the words to the conversation right? the words so the communication being positive as much as possible is going to help a long, long way. Because when there's drama and you're not physically there, it's difficult sometimes. So I advise Trisha to go for it. Let this spark of love becomes a big fire and communicate with words and not be afraid of that. That's where you really fall in love, though, because in my situation, Trisha, my mm-hmm. husband now was in California. I was in Chicago, kind of like your situation. Mm-hmm. Before we ever had ooh la la, we had two months of intense phone conversations every single day. I fell in love with him before we ever were in the bedroom because I got to know his mind, his dreams, his thoughts, his hopes. Like we had his intense. Heart. That's because that's all we had to go on. And it was great. No, I Tr- love that. We wish you the best, my oh, love. We are, we are happy for you, Trisha. Thank you. Thank and you, we thank can't you. wait to see you. Yes. And please Soon. Send, send me a picture. I'm okay, <laughs> so I want to uh, ask our callers to call us up now if you need advice. Enough of the show advice. Let's go to our listeners. 855-905-8255. We are here and ready next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, giving advice on love, dating, romance every single night, That's relationships. Us. Yes, holidays are here. A lot more questions coming in. 855-905-8255. On the line listening in Bowling Green, Ohio, on 101.5 The River, here is Lucas. Hi, Lucas. Bonjour, Lucas. Hey, guys. What's going hey. on? Hey. What's going on with you? So I've been dating my girlfriend now. I believe we started dating March of this year. Mm-hmm. And um, her and I are both prior military, so, you know, we have kind of that common bond. But uh, she is a police officer. Uh, I'm not. My issue with uh, her being a female police officer is she's constantly telling me stories about her department and how a lot of the guys uh, and some of the female cops all cheat on their significant others. Mm. And why does that make you nervous? Well, she's never given me a reason to think that she'd be doing something like that as well, but I kind of hear these stories a lot from her, um, and it kind of worries me that, uh, you know, that's kind of like the atmosphere that she goes to work in every day. Okay. Um, I can understand a little bit of what you're saying. Um, Here's what I want you to know, especially if she's coming home and telling you all, like, these, like, war stories everybody's telling her at work, so to speak— Right. She's doing it to let you know the atmosphere, not because she's trying to make you jealous, but because she wants to be honest and be like, oh, my gosh, can you believe they act this way? Blah, blah, blah. I really don't think when we share things like that with our mate, 
it's because we're telling them because this atmosphere looks like fantasy land and it looks so enticing and we would love it. Does she say it with an air of disgust? Like, oh my God, these guys are, does she say, wow, this sounds great. Like they're all just doing it. That's a great question because she does say it with contempt, you know, like I can't believe they do this and, and they lie. Rather than be insecure and thinking that maybe she would be into this lifestyle, maybe listen to what she's really saying and that she's uncomfortable in that situation. And maybe she's just trying to vent about how, you know, piggish some people are being at work and like, hey, babe, I want to talk to you about this This is crazy. She maybe is just trying to talk to you in a way of like you would talk to your bestie about your work situations. Go ahead, Simon. So, Lucas, I don't 100 percent agree with Angie on this one. Because I think if the frequency of the message is over and over, don't discard it. It means but something. It means she has disdain, maybe, and uh, she is appalled by what she sees. Let's reverse the situation, Angie. Let's say that it's Lucas who goes to her and constantly talks about the thing at work. And says it's, it in a negative way. But the fact that he said it once, twice is one thing. But then if it's over and over, I would like to ask her, maybe she's insecure, maybe I would open the conversation about how you feel about it, how she feels about it. It's a good conversation to have. If somebody mentioned one thing two, three times, it's one thing, 10, 20, 50 times, it's a different story. What do you think is behind it then, if she's mentioning it so often? Her own insecurity, not Lucas. So I would open the conversation, maybe she feels insecure about you, so I think she used that insecurity at work to also ask you the question, are you a good man? Are you doing the right, right thing? Because yeah. a conversation like this is... Like she's feeling you out to see if you're disgusted as that's, well. That's my idea. Right. That are, it's about yeah. how he behaves. Can you believe these guys act that way? I Let hope, me see how you react to this. Yes, right. Angie. That's Got you. Right. Okay, I get what you're saying. You need to make her feel safe, first and foremost, not the she, other way around. She wants to know that you feel the same way she feels. Is what Simon right. is saying. That's what I'm saying. Do you rally with her like, oh, my God, that's so crazy and blah, blah, blah? Or well, do it, you? It's it's weird because when you're dating somebody, obviously, you know that, you know, their friends sort of become your acquaintances. Sure. And it's just really, it's really weird going out knowing that three the of these guys that yeah. are there with their wives cheat this, on them. All this it's is just an uncomfortable feeling. Right. But listen, this is where you have to compartmentalize your feelings about it because your wife is venting to you about her work day. Right. And that she needs to do that. And her fear. And her fear. And you always want a happy work environment and a happy home environment. She's trying to blend the two. You have to pretend you don't know what you know about those people in that moment. And once you guys leave and drive home together from the bar, you can be like, oh, my God, he's such a pig. Like, she's so Mm -hmm. crazy. Like, blah, blah, blah. But just not around them. Make her feel right. safe, make her feel good, Yes, and she'll be fine. This message is about you not misbehaving like some of her colleagues are misbehaving. Yeah. That's why she right. talks about it over yeah. and over. She she wants she wants that camaraderie. She wants with to you. make sure he's and not doing yes, what yes. she sees at work. Yep, 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 yep. Totally. That makes sense. All right. Thank you so much, Lucas. Good luck. Have a happy holiday Thanks, with, guys. with Wifey. Both of you. Thank ha- you. Happy right holidays, on. Lucas. All right. More of The Rendezvous when we return. Welcome back. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had Lucas on the line. Such a great call um, saying that his wife is in a male dominated field where everybody at work is talking about how they cheat on their partners. And she comes home and tells him these stories. And he's like, is she fantasizing about doing the same? Is Mm -hmm. this toxic? And Simon, you nailed it. 
and said that she wants something from him. She, she's disturbed by all the stories of cheating of her colleagues, married men, and, oh, and this and that. And she wants from Lucas a reaffirmation that everything is good. She's, he's not, she's not being cheated on. Yeah. He loves her. He's yeah. here for her. And he's she's, not like them. She's telling him the stories because she's looking for a reaction one way or another. To feel safe. To, because if he says, oh, that sounds great. She's like, what? If he says, I'm disgusted, thank God. But he also, like you said, should affirm, you know, we need these affirmations in relationships. And it it's not needy. It's just, I think, human nature. It's sort of like if you're in school, right? And uh-huh. you're like a, a third grader. And you want your teacher to always say, you're doing a great job. You're Same my, thing. You're a great student. Like your parents. Yes. Like your mate. She wants to know, hey, I'm safe. You're a great wife. I'm a great husband. We got this. Thank God we're not like them. Yeah. I, I was telling a story off the air uh, a few minutes ago about how my husband every single day sends me a text when he wakes up, even if it's just good morning. While you're at work. By While the way. I'm at work, because I go to work so early. Um, and if he doesn't, I start to wonder, what did I do wrong? Oh, my gosh. Because I need that daily affirmation. I need an affirmation. I need mm-hmm. an I love you. Hi. How's it going? Like Anything. So- you're right, Simon. That's what she was looking for here. Absolutely. Everybody needs to hear, I love you, I'm here for you, we good. I agree. At work, you want your boss to constantly affirm. Yeah. You want your friends to affirm that you're awesome everything and they think good. you're great. Yeah, everything is good. You want your kids to affirm when, you're a good mom. When the world is shaking around you, you need to know you're safe. I love that. You know? That is so, so true. All right, more of The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening tonight. Next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. 855-905-8255. If you want to comment on anything, uh, Simon, I want to bring up an email that we got. Yes. At simonandangie.com. This is our favorite game, Date or or Dump. So this comes from Whitney. She's listening in Sarasota, Florida on Mix 100.7. Hello, Simon and Angie. I was really excited about going on a first date with this guy earlier tonight. We met online. He was cute, seemed really cool, but he asked me to meet him at a mall, which I thought was weird, but I figured we'd meet and maybe go to a restaurant in the mall. Mm -hmm. I was wrong. When I got there, he took us inside the mall to the food court. Okay. But he told me (laughs) he could get anything I wanted, lucky me, and we ended up getting a slice of pizza. It was so odd. It made me feel cheap. It kind of put a damper on the whole thing. He just sent me a text now asking me to go out with him again, and I'm not sure if I should. Do you guys think that I should date or dump him from that first date experience? Whitney, I'm a bit offended that you would think that, but that shows you're not really into him because it's never about the location. It's about the person. Why is it her fault? It shows that he's not into her. No, no, no. He didn't think enough to make He's, a good first impression. But, but the impression is, is him, his kindness, his intelligence, his sense of humor, his heart, his values, not the restaurant they go to. Would you because take a maybe, girl on a first date, Simon, to the food court at the mall? I personally wouldn't, but I'm, why? Because I'm an older man. I, I you know, I, why, I'm at 50 years old. Go to the food. I don't really go to the food court. At the we mall. don't know how old they are. But would you take? Okay, so would you? Um, but not- the slice of pizza seems cool to me. Okay, I want to continue on this because I completely disagree. Okay. All right. Um, But I want to know about that. I want to take calls to 855-905-8255. Should she date or dump the guy that took her to the food court at the mall next on The Rendezvous? Thanks for hanging out with us tonight on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating romance relationships. We got an email right now Simon and I are like hashing over. It's a date or dump that came into simonandangie.com. Whitney, who said, I met a guy 
we went on our first date earlier just tonight. We met online. He asked me to meet at the mall, and he took me to eat at the food court in the mall. That was the date. We just ended up getting a slice of pizza. She's put off by it, wants to know if she should date or dump him um, because he's already texting for a second date. So my my take was, you know, you should you should not date him because I think anywhere you go, it, it doesn't matter the where as long as it's safe. So the mall at the food court is safe. It's in public. I'm cool with that. The slice of pizza, it's romantic. I love Italian food. But more importantly- A slice of pizza would be romantic if it were this beautiful Italian restaurant. You're outside but can, but or whatever. In my, a mall food court. If the guy's wonderful, you can go anywhere. You'll have the best time. If the guy is a pig, you can go to the best restaurant. You'll have a terrible time. It's not about the destination. It's about the person. But I respect Whitney's intuition there, and I don't think she should date him because she's not comfortable with him. But I don't think it's about the restaurant. It's about the person. And you disagree. Well, typically, I don't think it's about the restaurant. However, I do think on a first date, you want to make the best impression. Put put your best foot forward. Make somebody feel like you're excited this seems like a date I would go on with my girlfriend. If we were shopping, we would stop and get a piece of pizza at the food court. Um, and so because it started that way and she doesn't know this person and it is their first date and she said it made me feel cheap and it put a damper, you can't get to know that person on a on a real level because now you've already got this impression. that's not. It's a, it's a feeling that's not going away. So I agree with Simon on dump, not for the same reason, but I say dump because... He just set it off wrong, and how do you recover from that? And really, if you take someone on a first date, don't you want to try and woo this person and impress this person as much as you can and and put your best foot forward? If the guy would have been of her liking, whatever that is. How does she know? Well, she She doesn't even know now. She doesn't know now. She saw him, regardless of where they were. The minute she saw him, she didn't feel the spark of love. No, no, no. She already like saw they, him online. They talked. Online. This was the first date. Exactly. But first time they see each other physically. I don't physically. care if he is Brad Pitt. If you take me to the food court, okay, like if you're oh, Brad Pitt, the minute. actual actor, but if you're just a hot dude that takes me to a food court on a first date, your looks are gone. It doesn't matter about the looks. It's the impression that I'm not important enough to at least... You know, spring for a casual restaurant. Can I go to an Olive Garden or something like a TGI Fridays? I, I would take a sampler platter over a food court. I understand, but for me, the, the power of the spark of love is way bigger than any place you are at. If uh, it was, there's not gonna be a spark because I already don't be. like you. I know in a million years. Look at me in my eyeballs, yes. Simon Marcel. Yes, that you would never. Take a woman to a food court at a mall for your first date because you care about making a good impression. You want her to feel special. Taking me to the food court doesn't make me feel special. I'm not him, so that's true. I'm not him, but right. I don't know him. And there's a reason. I just love the fact he took you know a dare to meet and you know not making about the food. Maybe he has no money. Maybe this is true. Then take me to a romantic free date for a walk to get to know me. You know how many people fell in love at the food court, Angie? I bet you plenty. You're, it's a different. On Falling a in love date. at the food court and meet, and taking <laughs> someone on a date to the food court are very, very different, Simon. All right, let's take some calls. I want to hear. Um, so we both say dump. Yes. For different reasons. What do you think? What should Whitney do here next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Uh, We're taking calls, 855-905-8255. About this date or dump, Simon and I have a different opinion. Uh, We both agree Whitney should dump this guy. That we do. Who, on the first date, took her to the food court at the mall and gave her a slice of pizza. 
To me, that doesn't make me feel very special for a first date. Simon, you say, hey, love is where it happens. It didn't happen, so move on. I I have a a different opinion, but we want to find out what you think. Do you agree with Simon or me? Listening in Colorado Springs, Colorado, on our new affiliate, My99.9. Thanks for finding us, Claudia. Hi. 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 So I think that she should dump him. Because why? We both agree. Simon and I agree. I agree with you. I think she should dump him because going on a first date and getting pizza, that would not make me feel special at all. I wouldn't give him a second chance after that. If we're strolling around on our first date, walking through a park, whatever, having this romantic conversation, it's nighttime, it's beautiful, there's a pizza cart, we have a slice of pizza we share, that's romantic. If you say, meet me at the mall for our first date and walk me to the food court, that doesn't scream romance to me. Of course it doesn't scream romance, but if there were a spark of love between the two of them, none of this would matter. There's not going to be a spark. Because love at first sight can happen on the first date anywhere. There will not be a spark because you already set a bad precedent and now you're in a hole that you got to dig out of. It's not going to happen. My take, Claudia, is that I don't know his economic situation. It's not the most romantic in his right, but I love to think that if it's love at first sight, nothing matters besides that. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going out with him again. That's just me. Yeah, I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Well, hey, d- d- heads up, guys. No pizza. Lesson learned. No, no, no. Pizza, okay. Food court at the mall, not okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Claudia, for listening in in Colorado Springs. We're so happy to be there, and we're glad you found us. It's the rendezvous. More next. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We are we were talking about this date or dump email we got from Whitney. First date with a guy. He takes her to the food court at the mall. Um, and she feels cheap about it. We both say dump for different reasons, but I really feel that there's, you know, what they say. You only have one shot to make a first impression, right? Mm-hmm. I also feel like you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But the first impression on a first date... Will show, I feel, the level of interest, uh, what someone thinks maybe your worth is, or at least that's how I feel. And if I feel like you take me to that food court for a two ninety nine slice of pizza, I'm worth two ninety nine, and your level of interest isn't very high because you don't think it's going to work. So that, that's an interesting point. But as a romantic, I feel, I've heard, I've had stories like this where the location didn't matter that's just just the way I am. I think it's just it's just in in my it's, romantic French roots. Yeah, that it does not matter. In subways, it happens like. But you don't go on a first date on a subway. That's the difference. But if you're excited by someone, it does not matter. It does. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you win. No, it, I'm serious. Okay. Like I um I just feel like when you have established that you want to date someone, and you take them on a first date. You're setting a precedent for what this relationship is going to be like. If I'm not enough of value, and it doesn't, by the way, this isn't about money. Because you can have an amazing romantic date, first date, with no money at all. Well, listen, It I, just felt cheap. I will follow your intuition. I will not take my next date at the mall on my first date. You would date. never anyway. I know you. Well, no, I mean, I, I don't. it's not my world much the mall. But I, lesson learned. So we, we will follow your advice on this one, Angie. Right on. Yes. It's about time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I knew that was I'm coming. totally kidding. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. We were talking about a really bad date earlier, Simon, and um, how do you get out of a really bad date? 
because this woman, Whitney, went on a date with a guy who took her to the food court for the first time. She knew from the jump because of the location that this was not going to be good. But how long do you sit through it? Like, how? what is your escape plan? Hashtag bad date escape. That's the topic right now. I love, thank you, Adam, uh, one of our producers for coming up with that. But um, Simon. Yes. Have you ever had to, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had to escape a bad date? What was your excuse? How did you get out of it? Like mid-date. Like I can't sit one more second across from this person. Without being graphic, always medical or family. Medical, you know, you get my drift. And yeah. family, oh, my father, you know, is not doing well. Uh, I just got a call that, you know, I must speak to him. I'm sorry. Can we do that another day? I think if you never want to see that person again, because, you know, it's one thing to leave during yeah. a date that's bad. It's another to then have to endure, like, text, <laughs> phone calls. Like, when are we going to go out again? If you really, really want to nail that coffin shut, I am all about the bathroom, like, explosive, the whatever. Thing. Explosive things happening in my body because now they're so grossed out that they don't, like, okay, fine, go. Gross. That's what I was calling the medical reasons. I mean, if, if for, some, it, I think but, it, it depends on the date too. If if somebody is outwardly vulgar, abusive, loud, like if they're you know being rude to the wait staff, if they're rude to you, um, if they're insulting you or something, or I don't like when people are too sexually aggressive on a first date. I'll I make no qualms about saying I'm out. And just go. Like, I don't even owe you an excuse. Like, this is not for me. I got to get out of here. No, absolutely. But if, for instance, you're on a date and the person is nice, but so, so boring. Yeah. So, but a nice guy. Can I pretend I have, Bored like, narcolepsy and fall asleep at the table? Would that be? There's, yeah, that's medical. <laughs> you could do that. Have you ever had that? Have you ever had a nice guy but so you know boring? What? I really have. And I've I've suffered through it. Because I didn't have a good excuse to get up and go. And I felt bad. Like, oh, they're a nice person. They just suck. Like, I knew I would never go out with them again. But I didn't want to be, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. And so I'll, I'll suffer in silence for a second. Have you ever, ever been on a date and something, you know, and you're not talking politic religion, or the, but one of those topics just rises and you so surprised the person thinks like that? Yeah. And you know, and like it's everything was going well yes. until he or she said they sh- shared their views some, on something on that something were so so extreme. opposite to yours. Yeah. What have you ever had that? Um, I have. I, I can't. What was it? Like a political thing? Well, you don't have to say exactly, but what did you do in that situation? Oh, I, I explained that was the end of the day. It's very kindly. And you I left. Asked for the, oh no, no, I asked for the check, and I said, you know, listen, we're on a different planet. So there's no future because okay, that's was it just religious or politics or like social? What was the? You don't have to say what it was, but just give me the category. It was a political view that I was so opposed to. Okay, that it's not I, my values of right or wrong just exploded that that minute. And, and so, and in this day and age, I bet a lot of that happens at a, at a it first was, date. It, it, it's certainly <laughs> now, but I, I think you can't compromise on your value. So, sure. so whatever they are, they're and, yours, and, and you should own them. Own your values. And, and an opposing value can be so personally offensive in some situations that you should just remove yourself. So, yeah. But I paid for the I paid for the dinner. Oh, that's and nice. And in a very nice You made nice your very, like, cons- you know, succinct, like, this because is over, and I'll see you, and goodbye, and good luck, and adios. I, I even paid for a parking ticket. Well, that's nice. She had a parking ticket, too? No, like a ticket Anna, to uh, hold the valet. Oh, well, that's nice. You paid her valet. The valet. Well, look at you. I always do. That was a very polite kick out the door. <laughs> because I respect your opinions. Well, she was not mean. She right. had different opinions than mine. Right, right. Well, I love that. That's very nice. It's a good way. Yeah. All right, Simon, when we come back, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Check out simonandangie.com. If you missed any of our topics, we had a fun show tonight talking about our associate producer, Trisha, and her own mm-hmm. personal problems. We call those Trishues. Trisha had an issue. Hashtag Trishues. Um, she met a guy who is like, whoa, is rocking her world right now. And of course, she's moving. And what do you do there? Um, bad places for a first date. And hashtag bad date escapes. That was Whitney's date or dump, the food court mm-hmm. first date. <laughs> and then needing to feel safe in your relationship. Lucas is called talking about how his wife is working in an environment that is really weird and sketchy and, mm-hmm. and, and how you navigate that. And that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said when the world is shaking around you, you need to feel safe, especially in your relationship. Right. You need your partner to hold you in his arms or her arms and to make you feel you safe and okay and loved. In the case of our phone call, it was because there was a lot of cheating in her workplace. She would tell her husband about it all the time and he didn't know what to make of it. And you're a thousand percent right in the state of our world today with all the crazy that goes on mm-hmm. in the state of you know your relationship, the workplace, whatever it is, you do just want to feel safe. That person is your person. Yes. They are your safety net. They are your rock. They're the one that's supposed to make, you know, kiss all the bad away. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So remember that. Very well said. And you can see all of Simon's says on <laughs> Instagram. We always post them there. Simon and Angie on all our social platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And one more thing. Don't forget SimonandAngie.com. We want to give you a trip to Las Vegas to see Celine Dion. Yes, Celine, Celine Dion. Celine Dion. So you can register on our website. A trip for two to Vegas. Uh, round trip airfare for both of you. Two nights at the Palace Tower Caesars Palace holiday gift bag and tickets to see Celine Dion in Mm -hmm. 2018 so you have new year new fun trip to plan go register now and we'll see you tomorrow on The Rendezvous Bonne nuit Angie Bonne nuit Simon For entry and phone rules visit simonandangie.com The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor